Welcome to episode 4 of the Total Bro Sports Podcast. This episode of Total Bro Sports Podcast is brought to you by Dominion Boating Machine. Every legal boat must count. Alright, welcome to episode 4 of the Total Bro Sports Cat. Total Bro Sports Podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking about the turkey blowouts that we were all fed on Thanksgiving. The Bucks being overhyped, because someone here talked about that, and the situation with Mahomes and Kansas City. Okay, so with that out of the way, what did you guys think of the Thanksgiving Day games? I thought the Texans be Lions. I think the the problem is with the Lions is they kept turning it over. Matthew Stafford's a gunslinger, but Matt Patricia is making the throw it short. And their defense is terrible. Will Fuller just burnt them left and right. And Watson looked really good like Hopkins was back on the roster. Like, that's why they got destroyed. And their Lions just couldn't answer. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's been playing really well lately. But, I mean, it doesn't help when you fumble – Two plays in a row, like they did. I mean, it was really weird. A lot of fumbles in that game. But, yeah, it's weird. I mean, the only reason why the Texans are even still relatively relevant is just because of Deshaun Watson. Like, Bill O'Brien completely destroyed them during the offseason. Watson's, like, barely holding them in in contention. No, I agree. What do you think, Kai? I uh, I actually um, watched the uh, the other Thanksgiving game. Uh, the uh, Dallas Washington one, but uh, yeah, the, I agree about the uh, Texans and Bill O'Brien completely uh, uh, gutting the team. And it's not like their uh, their schedule looking ahead is uh, particularly easy. I mean, it's not it's not the hardest one, but uh, you have the Colts twice, Titans, Bears, and oh, uh, that's a good that's a hard schedule. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially with the Colts in that defense. And the Titans, like, with Derrick Henry. No, it's amazing how, as Ben said, that the Bill O'Brien just completely undid the Texans because this was a playoff team. They faced the Chiefs in, what, the divisional round? Yep. Yeah, like, that. they were a strong team, and now just a season later they look like a shell. But now they starting, they're starting to get going late in the season – I don't know, are they still – do they still have a chance, like, playoff-wise, or are they eliminated? Uh, I mean, I don't think they're eliminated. No, they're mathematically in it, but it's not likely. Okay. Yeah, it's they, – they may have won the past two games, but they have to play the Colts next week. And then the Titans. Uh, the, the Titans, that's uh, last, their last game, week 17. And uh, it's it's not looking like uh, they'll win more than two more games this season. Oh, I don't know. I guess some positive stuff going into next season if they can start a winning streak. How about those Lions, though, firing Matt Patricia? It was a good move. They weren't going anywhere with him. It was just another Bill Belichick flop. I don't know if we can call some of the Bill Belichick. Yeah, I guess Bill Belichick's staff has flopped in head coaching roles, but we also have Brian Flores who's doing a superb job down in Miami. Yeah. He's like their best one so far. 
Yeah, it's like the Lions just have to restart again. Yeah, they might have to. I don't know. I wouldn't be opposed to them restarting at QB either. I mean, Stafford Stafford has not been – I mean, like, Stafford's solid, obviously, but I don't know. He's just not – He's. They got to move on from him. They haven't won a playoff game in over 10,000 days. Like, it's just been ridiculous. And I feel like – I think they have to move on from Stafford. He's good, but he's not the guy you want to bring your future around. They just got to move on from him. Yeah, they, they got to hit the, the reset button. Yeah, definitely wouldn't be surprised with the, them drafting a QB in the next few years. Because, I mean, I like Stafford's – I mean, he can play a few more years. So, if you draft a QB and you have him as the backup and groom him for a year or two, I mean, Stafford wouldn't be a bad quarterback to you know, mentor a young guy either. So, Yeah, I just don't know what's – yeah, it seems like that team has been stuck in a rut forever. Yeah, them and the Bengals just never – they haven't won a play. Oh, they're terrible. <laughs> the well, Bengals – Bengals are just uh, – Oh, they were tanking like a tank bull. I were they even – I don't know if that was intentional, though. Wasn't I don't like, think it was intentional because they were close to winning in multiple games early on in the season. I think it's against the Chargers. They should have won that game. And they could have beat the Eagles. Like, the, the oh yeah, and they could have beat the Giants. Yeah, the team was playing well, and then as you saw with the unfortunate injury to Joe Burrow, they've just com- completely come undone. What is it with FedEx Field and, and leg injuries? Yeah, I don't know. Yes, what? Yes, that is a great question. <laughs> it's just like it's terrible. <laughs> like it's not even like funny at this point. I'm just like, what is happening? It's cursed. It is it's, cursed. It's, yes. it's a Native American curse. It's it's like a uh, <laughs> Native American um like grave uh, burial land or something like. Is that actually true? Karma for naming. If that was actually true, that that would. It be, must uh, be the name or Dan Snyder. I just don't know. Karma, I guess. It's crazy because you have like if we go through in recent memory, we had RG three. He got his knee blown out, and then you had Alex Smith, Colt McCoy. Oh, no, that Smith was actually – that was in Philadelphia. Yeah, oh, that, okay. Yeah. But then Kyle Allen, was that Edna, Was that on FedEx Field? Yeah. And now Joe Burrow. Crazy. Yeah. Wait, that's actually a great segue into the next game, Washington versus Dallas. Did everyone here watch that game? Oh, yeah. Tank ball! I watched that game, and Mike McCarthy's fourth call, uh, fourth down calls. I, I could not believe what yeah, I was watching. Was... I mean, that fake, that fake that. twenty on fourth down. <laughs> Their own twenty yard line. They tried, try to fake that. Especially, it's just it's a complete lack of awareness of situational football. Yeah, they could. And with that, basically gave the momentum to Washington, and bam, see Gibson scored two touchdowns after that. Because I think they were what weren't they within ten when that? Yeah, happened? it was twenty to sixteen, and there were it was like fourth and ten from their own twenty. Yeah, yards. yeah. Let your like let your defense get off the field and get the ball. It was so stupid. I don't know they kept it close for a while, but I mean, late Washington definitely just completely tore away. Yeah, yeah, it's. It's been it's been kind of magical this year. When whenever whenever uh, Washington plays Dallas, they somehow 
look like a competent team yes. and, not a, and not an NFC East team. That's true. Well, when they're going to play the Steelers, and that's going to be tough because the Steelers know how to expose every team, but every game they've played has been close except when they're playing the Jaguars and Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers, they beat the Browns once, but, I mean, by a lot. But besides that, they really, I don't know, definitely might be the worst 10-0 team of all time. <laughs> yeah. like, they're solid, but, like, they just haven't really played anyone. Like, I don't know. I mean, they, just, they definitely well, – only they, – they're not playing the Chiefs, but who are they playing, the Steelers? They're playing they play the, the Ravens. They're playing yeah. the, the Ravens. Without yeah, they've started. With, against RG3, yeah. Yes, yes, please. Let's talk about that. RG3 is going to be starting another NFL game. He's going to get injured. I am so pumped. I've been waiting for that all week. The best part is that it's also a Wednesday 340 game. Like, I don't even know how (laughs) it's Wait, what? It's on – for the the listeners who do not know, this game will be – on Wednesday at 3.40 on NBC. And the reason they're doing that is because NBC wants to – they want to broadcast a tree lighting. So football got bumped for a Christmas tree lighting. Yeah, that's so so dumb. I mean, I just think the whole – the reason why it's gotten pushed back is just a little ridiculous. Because (laughs) I don't know, like – I don't know about you guys, but I just feel like with the – with Baltimore and all that, like the reason, like with looking at um, how the Broncos have handled it, like they just went and played with no QBs. Obviously, yeah, nobody right completed one pass. Yeah, it was Wait, is that true? I, That's I didn't watch true. That he was that... one of nine. No, one of twelve yeah, for two picks. Crazy, thirteen yards. And people were comparing him to Ben DiNucci. <laughs> they should have. They should have signed uh, Colin Kaepernick before they uh, before the game. I was thinking about that, but you can't – yeah, and there was actually talk about that. But the problem is you couldn't get him in there and still, I think, abide by COVID-19 protocols. So there was uh, no way okay. they would be able to get him on. Are they going to have – are they going to have a QB next week? I think they're playing the, the Chiefs next week. Oh, have fun. Yeah, it'd be 100 to 0 if they put Kendall Hinton in again. Well, they should trade for Ben DiNucci. Jerry Jones wants him out. I don't know. I, I agree with um, Kai. Why not sign Kaepernick? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like he definitely could come in and play pretty decently, despite all the people that would maybe disagree with him. But I don't no, think he deserves a shot, though. Like, I mean, he has, also hasn't played in years, though, so it's, like, it's not going to be like this. <laughs> Crazy smooth transition if it happens. Like, look, but, he, says, well, he says he can go. He can go. I I agree. Yeah. I think we should give him. They should give him a chance. I mean, the Broncos actually tried to. Um, they requested the NFL to have their quality control coach play quarterback because <laughs> he played quarterback at U, UCF, but the NFL NFL denied to let him play. So we almost saw a coach play. Yeah, you can't have, you can't hide your players in a coat in the coaching staff. I think that was their rationale. Only having uh, an arena football league, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can do that in arena football. Yeah, Jared Lorenzen, like this hefty lefty, was like the commissioner. Yes, commissioner yeah, the hefty lefty at the same time. 
Isn't isn't um the Arena Football League bankrupt? <laughs> yeah, they oh, are. It's over. I should have uh, should have attended the game while I had the chance. Yeah, yeah but okay. do you guys have high expectations for RG three against the Steelers? On no, Monday? he's gonna get hurt. No, no, no. We cannot say he's going to get hurt. That's you don't never wish that. You never want to say that about a player. Like just. Aside from injury concerns, like playing wise, I you mean, better hope that O line protects him. Yeah, I mean, I definitely expect them to run the ball a lot. They they already run. Their offense contains a ton of running, anyways. I mean, definitely not a lot of QB runs, but like they're gonna have to pound the ground if they want to do anything. Oh uh, yeah, that's that is for sure. But I think, I mean, to answer your question, Alex, I, I think RG three will uh, be a uh, Okay, like nothing, uh, nothing special. But he won't, he won't be like Peterman or uh, <laughs> or anyone like that. Or Ben DiNucci or Kendall Hinton. You cannot let Ben DiNucci go, can you, Jack? No, he's he's so he has a catchy name and he's so bad. <laughs> he walks your, right uh, into his own, team. walks into a sack. He what was a practice, he was a practice squad receiver, like the right right before he just got called up to play QB. Yeah, it was like, oh, crap, I got to play a snap. And the funny part is that he's thrown a touchdown more recently than Taysom Hill's thrown a touchdown. No. No, Taysom Hill, he just gets it done. Like, he doesn't need to pass for touchdowns. If he runs them in, he runs them in. Yeah, Jack Jack was saying that was the right decision. He said, look back, at, we should, they should start Taysom Hill over Jameis. It's looking like the right decision so far. Jack, there you go. That was a great prediction. Because – Jameis throws picks every time he touches the ball. So why the hell did they even sign him? Why even waste the the roster space? I don't know. The Saints wanted money. They wanted to waste money on him. I guess the Saints – yeah, I don't know because they're not even going to start him and he's their backup quarterback. But Taysom Hill can get it done. Maybe they just weren't expecting to – like I think they were just expecting to have, you know – Breeze went down, bringing Jameis. But then I don't know if they saw something from Taysom or what, but he's just so dynamic. And Sean Payton always finds a way to use him. So he's already used to getting a lot of touches. But now it's – I mean, they're 2-0. and Like, there's no complaints. Like, Is he still playing special teams or is he exclusively at quarterback now that he's the, the starter? I'm not sure, but I would guess that he is probably just exclusively the quarterback. Yeah, that would make sense. Would not yeah. He's a him. big, tough guy. I mean, yeah, I, he, I wouldn't even put the it past him. Missile. Yeah, literally. He is a big, tough guy. Like, you see some of these quarterbacks like um, Eli Manning or Tom Brady who um, do not have the best physique and are definitely not made for running between the tackles. But Taysom is just, like, jacked. And as Jack said, a missile. Like the guy can. That's his nickname, the Mormon missile. Exactly. Okay, and so speaking of Tom Brady, what's going on with the Bucks? Um, I lost by three. (laughs) That's what happened. They lost to the. They lost the Chiefs by three. Okay. They've lost the last two weeks by three. Too tough. Yeah, and the same score. Yeah. 
I mean, See, I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong, but I, I wrote a blog a couple weeks ago about Antonio Brown and Brady being a great pair. But as it turns out, since uh, the Browns have signed, or since the Bucks have signed Antonio Brown, I think they've been one and three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's terrible. They, I mean, I don't know. It's really weird to see Brady, you know, Brady on a different team, but what Bruce Arians was saying, Brady was calling the plays and stuff, and he's he has a big say in what they're doing. So I think, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I think that's just kind of – like this this offense was a, a disaster to go into it. Like with Arians, is like a do or die, like risk it and get the biscuit, throw it deep. <laughs> and then Tom Brady's this like dunk, dink and dunk, short pass kind of guy. Yeah. 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 Well, Antonio Brown. Uh, let's see. He had uh, two catches. Yeah, for like ten yards. Eleven. And he's returning punts. So, but I don't know. I don't know how much they signed him for, but he he hasn't. You know, it's like a. It's, I think it's like up to two million with incentives. He's he's on there for next to nothing. Yeah, as long. I mean, like honestly. Like even when like the the Raiders signed him and and when the Patriots signed him, he was just he was still in the headlines. You know, he was still doing a lot of stuff. I mean, it seems like he might have mellowed out a little bit. Well, he has no leverage right now. Like, if he does a just if he like melts down in practice, like Arians has said, like he'll cut him. Like, no nonsense. Like Antonio, they already have other weapons. Like they're really doing him a favor. Yeah. And he's only there probably because Brady, I think, wanted him there. I think he might regret that. I know because the team is starting to suck with him on there, which is odd. I think um, some pundits have claimed that um, Brady's starting to latch on to Brown, always trying to target him first. Mm. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that can't that can't be good. That can't be good for the for the Bucks next few games. Who are they? Um, let me check who they're playing. The Vikings. Falcons. Oh, Lions. Vikings. And then Falcons again. I don't know. I think they might drop a game to the Falcons. Jack, do you think that they're going to actually hit 9-7, and seven, as you said, in August? I hope they do. It wouldn't surprise me if they go 10-6. and six. I think, okay. I mean, looking at yeah, 10-6 and six looks about right for them. I don't know. I mean – they they do have a the best run defense, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, they're going up against Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Dalvin. yeah unless unless they they lose to the Vikings, uh, I think uh, at least ten wins for so the. So they're going for ten six. You're predicting. Yeah, yeah, uh, nine and seven or ten and six is pretty much guaranteed. If I get nine seven, I hit it right on the head. Yeah, because they'll beat the they'll beat the lot they'll beat the coachless Lions. Yeah. Unless they have an extra chip on their shoulder now that they don't have a coach, but I doubt that'll be enough to take the Bucks down. The Lions just always find a way to lose. Yeah, um, they'll lose there. Yeah. Falcons might be able to take one, but I don't know. Because they just went off against the Raiders last week. I mean, yeah, what was that? What happened there? I, I have no idea. The Falcons are so confusing. Because, like, all, like, I have a bunch of friends that are, like, like, half of them are, like, oh, keep Matt Ryan. And then half of them are, like, oh, I hate Matt Ryan. Like, we need to get rid of him. Yeah. Like they He's not that him. bad. It's the defense of the Falcons that sucks. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, Matt Ryan just... They only, they only gave up two field goals. Yeah, Falcons' defense has really not been – I mean, that's never been their strong. Dude, like the – I mean, Ryan won the AP in 2016. The only reason why they didn't win was their defense. Well, during the Super Bowl, 28-3, to like, that was just imploding. <laughs> yeah, that was just bad. I mean, everything that went wrong, could, like, went wrong there. Just everything did. I don't think they've been the same since. Definitely not, no. And it's definitely like, I don't know, that was just so deflating, though. And I, I see how that would be for any team. But yeah. I mean, now, I mean, Falcons moving forward, like, they'll have a new coach next year. I mean, they'll have a decent first-round pick. Yeah, probably think they're going to go for Eric Benimi. I'm honestly not sure. I haven't really been paying attention to, like, who the Falcons want. I've been mostly paying attention to, like, the Jets coach. <laughs> But how about the other side of the coin? You have the Raiders. Like, this team started out well. They are the only team to beat the Chiefs, and you get blown out to the Falcons. What is going on over there? I mean, I don't know. It's just – I don't know what happened on defense there. But um, offensively, Derek Carr has been you know, way better than he's been in the past. I mean, the Raiders have definitely – like the, it's just weird because you know they just for years it didn't look like they had anything going and then with Gruden I, when Gruden first came in it just didn't look like they really he was that great for them and then something must have clicked but no the problem with Gruden is like he fade I think the team as a whole they fade out like towards the end of the season they start choking <laughs> late in the season under him I think that happened last year as well oh that's oh that's what you think. Yeah, because they, they, they had a losing streak last year mm-hmm. to end the season, and they were doing well early on. So I might just be what's going on under Gruden. And if yeah. if that's the case, let's hope that doesn't happen next week for them. <laughs> it's not going to happen next week. Don't worry. To play the Jets. So. <laughs> Um, I guess then speaking of the NFC West, what's what do you guys think about Mahomes as the getting a possible second MVP? I think looking back, I was thinking Wilson, but Mahomes is really pulling. He has 30 touchdowns and two picks. That's really good. That's wow. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Like it's been ridiculous, but I mean another guy who you can also put up there's Aaron Rodgers. I mean he has 33 touchdowns and four picks, not too much far too much further behind. Yeah. Definitely oh yeah, speaking of um speaking of the Chiefs, uh this is I should have mentioned this earlier but have you did um is it have you noticed how um when uh some of the receivers um like Kelsey and Hill, they just go backwards right after they catch it? Does anyone else notice that? What do you mean? Like they uh, they go backwards. Probably, I'm assuming because they're trying to outrun the defenders. But um, it usually usually does. It works. It doesn't work more often than not. Oh, you mean they come back? Like so, when they catch it, they run like backwards and then like kind of like a yeah. Okay, I, I know what you mean. Or they they run back and then they turn upfield again. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like I uh, I've. I've seen it more on a more with the Chiefs um, receivers than anyone else. Oh, okay, yeah, I haven't noticed that before. 
I think part of the reason is because Tyree kills like one of the fastest guys in the league, and he thinks he can outrun anyone. So every yeah. position is just going to try to probably outrun people. No, he just uh, yeah. embarrassed the that was Bucks right. corner. That was insane. Yeah, he I thought he was going to break the fan. They, they need at least two record. people on yes. him. Even, <laughs> even even if there's one person on him, he's still open somehow. No, you have to put two people on him, and that's the yeah, problem. Yeah, one guy to spy. Yeah, yeah, like Bill Belichick was able to shut him down before. Probably Gilmore on him. Yeah, is Gilmore back? Yeah, I think so. He's back. He just had Gilmore, and then like someone, like as a safety spying on him, just in case if um Gilmore got beat. Yeah. Who do you think? Oh, but that's the thing with that offense is they just have so many weapons. Like even their backups are good. Like Nicole Hardman is super fast. Sammy Watkins. Demarcus, yeah, Sammy Watkins is a great veteran. Um, Demarcus Robinson. He just came back. Well, plus I mean having the best tight end in the league. <laughs> yeah. Help either, or it doesn't hurt. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. But who do you guys think is tougher to guard, DK or Tyreek Hill? Um, Hill. Hill's way Hill. faster. But you look at DK against Darius Slay, looks just unstoppable. Yeah, last week. I mean, against the or Eagles, especially. Okay, yeah, that's actually a great question. DK or Hill? Um, I Hill. Hill have to go with Hill. I think Hill is yeah, Hill is faster than DK, and I think he's a better route runner. Since he's closer to the ground, he's a lot more shifty because DK is like a big guy. He's got speed, but I don't think his route running is as good as Hill. No, it's not. Definitely not. I mean, he doesn't have as good of agility, but it's just like if, I don't know, they're good in their own re- in their own ways, and both are, especially like Russell Wilson can hit DK downfield. Same with Patrick Mahomes. Like, they're both have great downfield threats as quarterbacks. So, I mean, DK is just looking – they're both looking crazy. Like I think like DK I said, finally I realized for a while, how right. unstoppable he actually is. Like, last season, I don't think he was quite as uh, – like, he wasn't as big of a threat. But now, I think he's just come, in, come out of his shell. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And he even said – like, he was – there's these quotes of him – he said that he talks to Russell Wilson about him being the – him and Russell Wilson being the top wide receiver quarterback du- like duo. Like, they apparently they talk, like, a lot about that. Like, they really want to, like, start something in Seattle and be, like, the best duo ever. I think they could. Oh, yeah, definitely. If I mean, I don't see why not. Like, Russell Wilson's playing, you know, at the best level of anyone else in the league. I mean, Pete Carroll's an incredible coach. Yeah, I mean, they're going to need to throw the ball a lot anyways with their terrible secondary. Yeah. They're going to – I mean, Jamal Adams has just been awful. Hey, you didn't lose the too much when the Jets traded him. I'm very happy. I think we got definitely a better deal. (laughs) 100%. And what was the deal for Jamal Adams? Was it a draft pick? It was two first-rounders and a third or fourth-rounder. For Bradley McDougal, or oh, and and Bradley McDougal, whoa safety, and then for Jamal Adams and like a third rounder. 
Wow, that's that's a great deal, actually. So it's like we switch like whatever third and fourth rounder, and then McDougal has been all right, and then two first rounders. We get, you know, we'll get two first rounders this year. So with number one and whatever they end up. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Total Bro Sports Podcast.